<laughs> Hello and welcome to the Corner 3 Podcast after uh, like six months hiatus. Um, I'm Adam Gannat, your host, kind of. Um, who, who else we got in here today? You got Zach Griffin. Hey, Zach. Co-star of the Corner 3. How you been, Zach? It's been good. I've uh, missed being on the podcast, but you know, we really needed that uh, vacation there. So <laughs> We did. We're rested. We're ready, ready to come back and some great podcasts. Yes. Uh, uh, my name's Derek. Uh, you you may remember uh, me from the college football podcast. Myself and Zach didn't do very well in upset picks, so we probably shouldn't pick any upsets in the draft, but yep. who knows? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah I, I'm Peter. Hi, Peter. Uh, I've been here a while, <laughs> I guess. I was the upset pick king. Yeah, these so are the we're kind of, the, of Zach and Derek. The four right? veterans here, kind of. We are the vets. But, yeah. uh, yeah, if while. you don't know, today we're going to be doing a mock draft um, just with us four before the draft occurs, which is in two days on Thursday. Today's Tuesday. Hmm. So yeah. our, our thought is we're going to do the first round, but if we don't feel like going the entire first round, we might just do the lottery. We're not quite sure yet. Only, only the most quality information on the pod. Exactly. We're not the most knowledgeable on the subject. So. Yeah, exactly. We're, our, we're a little we'll pro- rusty as well on the, we'll uh, the podcasting skills. So. I can guarantee you that we will throw random numbers around like we know what they mean. Correct. But, but don't mm-hmm. quote us. Yeah. So don't take this too seriously, but we're going to give you guys a nice mock draft. And we're going to randomly choose the order. So how it's going to work is we're all four going to pick... Um, in, in a row, and then we'll just keep going with those four in a row until um, we're done. So, with, without further ado, I think let's, uh, let's get picking here on the on the draft order. How's that sound? That sounds good to me. Alrighty. Yeah, okay. First, picking first, with the easiest pick probably in the draft, me, Adam. Yeah, of course. Alright. All right. Perfect. Uh, right. Um, now, let me just let like record that real quick. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know who I'm going with there yet. <clears throat> Picking second is Zach. I'll take it. Good draft pick. Picking third will be Peter. Ah, Derek uh, is a hard one. And Derek will be choosing ah. third, fourth. Derek's pick is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the easy ones and you can choose from anyone else in the entire draft field because no one else matters except the top leaders. alrighty so um, I'm gonna you guys wanna kick that off right right now right here yeah let's do it yeah might yeah. as well so I have the first pick and in a shocking turn of events I'm gonna go Zion Williamson wow alright so actually this will, this is kind of an interesting question that I like to ask people when it comes to Zion because everybody knows dominant at Duke in college. But was he? Do you think that he is going to be a perennial All Star in the NBA? You do. Yes. All right. Why? I do. I just. I mean, obviously, all of his production kind of stems from his sheer athleticism and his. His way he can dominate any college player. So I know there's been questions as to whether that not or whether or not that'll work against better 
you know, athletes and bigger people in the NBA. But I mean, just just the the just the volume at which he produced in college is almost unheard of and was the most we've seen in a really long time. So when you when you can just quietly have a twenty and ten game every single night, it just seems like that'll translate. Yeah. I, I agree. I actually think that um, Zion's going to be a, barring any kind of crazy injury, I think he's going to be a really great player. What do you think, Derek? Yeah, uh, I think not only that he is a great player at Duke, I think it's a no-brainer because of the the fandom that he brings. I think that everyone has kind of been following this kid since high school, and everyone really knows about him. So 100%, he's going to bring a lot more fans to the Pelicans, which need fans because everyone in New Orleans loves the Saints and they love LSU football. The Pelicans yeah. don't have a really big fan base, so they need to grow it a little bit. And I think it will happen with Zion. I just lost AD, too. Yep. So. Yeah, exactly. Zach, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I think? yeah, I think he'll definitely be... Um, perennial all-star probably will probably win an MVP or two I feel like everyone's expecting it and so I don't know I can't really pick against that you know it would be stupid to pick against that yeah I'm with you as well I think he's gonna be great um which is interesting that you said that because I saw today that Jamal Murray uh point guard for the Nuggets said that well, Zion has, you know, all the fans and the giant following everything. He thinks that R.J. Barrett is going to be the better prospect, pro prospect, and would take him number one. Yeah, I Zion. saw that, and I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I, I, I don't I, agree hundred percent because I mean, college is definitely a different game than pro. But even watching those two in college, Zion affects the game in so many different ways: defensively, offensively, playmaking. Whereas RJ, his defense is a little spotty at times, but he's just a scorer, so he needs the ball in his hands. And if he yeah. doesn't have the ball yeah. in his hands, he doesn't. It's not saying he doesn't affect the game, but not as much as Zion does. That's why I would think Zion would be a little better of a choice at one. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Uh, Zach, do you want to hit us up with pick number two? Yeah. So for the Grizzlies, uh, I'm gonna, definitely going to take John Morant, okay. sophomore guard. Um, I think he'll be a good player. It'll be interesting to see how they fit him in with Mike Conley there. Um, now he's got a good mentor if they decide to keep him around, or if they tried to move him and um, maybe give him full reign there in Memphis. But it'll be interesting. I think he'll be a good player, though. Yeah, I agree. I can tell you exactly how mm-hmm. it's going to work with Conley. It's not because they're going to get rid of Conley. Yeah, that would, that, so. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think you could get maybe something decent for Mike Conley. So I think it's a no-brainer for the Grizzlies. You have to try to see what you can get at, out of them. Is he really I also think that, that much, though? Like, how old is what, he? Conley? Like, I wouldn't be giving up a tough lot for him. Yeah. 32 now, I want to say. 32, I, I agree with you, Zach. He's a good player, but I'm not trying to give produce. up anything crazy because he is getting older. Yeah, maybe they could just clear some cap space. Maybe getting rid of them, I don't know. Yeah, True. I just don't know who's really gonna take that trade, and then are they gonna even like? Would the Grizzlies even think it's worth it if they just get a crappy right. player just for a salary dump? I don't know. Yeah, that, that'll be interesting to see what happens with him. Um, either way, uh, do you guys think that same question that I had about Zion? Do you think Jaw's gonna be a, a multiple-time All Star? 
He's a little harder I think to call, that, I think. I think that he has the potential to develop into one, but while he is, I believe he's NBA ready to be a starting point guard, I don't know if he's ready to take over at an all-star level immediately. Yeah, I think it'll take him a little bit longer, maybe. We'll see, though. I think once he gets a second star, he'll be doing really good, because at Murray State, he really excelled at playmaking. That was, like, one of his biggest things. Now, he's a really good scorer, but I think he could be a really good playmaker if he had someone else on his team. Yep. I agree, Derek. Thank you, Zach. All right, is that is that all we want to say about Ja? Yeah, that, that's a pretty. I mean, that's almost in one hundred percent in the books that they're gonna pick him. So yeah. All right, uh, Peter, number three. Yeah, this pick is also almost one hundred percent in the books. I believe. I think the Knicks are gonna take RJ Barrett, yeah. um, just because I feel like the top three prospects are clearly Zion. Ja and RJ, and then after that, it's kind of a crapshoot on who you take and whether picks will be traded and everything. So, um, I think RJ, you know, there has been some talk about in there recently about the Knicks trying to do something with the pick, but based on what's happened in uh, the news recently with Anthony Davis and, and Kyrie and things like that, obviously, well, not obviously, but I think they're going to hold on to the pick and take RJ just because he. Is I think he has the potential to develop into an all-star. He can take over right away, scoring abilities, because he is really good at scoring the ball. I know he got overshadowed by Zion a little bit just because of the kind of polarizing player that Zion is. But yeah. I think he has the, the mental makeup to play in New York and deal with the pressure and everything. And, and yeah. yeah, I think he'll be good. I think he's almost not getting underrated, but a little bit overlooked maybe, because uh, I think he, could, he still has a chance to be a star, you know? Yeah. All right, it'll be interesting to see if one of the big stars go to the Knicks, like KD or Kyrie or something, or RJ Barrett was the number one guy coming out of high school. Like, it was all RJ. And yep. then it was pretty much him at Duke until Zion started going off. So then he had to play the second role. And some people he didn't know how he would react to that second role. And he did pretty well because he was good friends with Zion. But it'll be interesting to see if, if he'll, that same type of response will come with the Knicks if he's okay being the two guy. You know, so that, that might be interesting to see. Yeah, you'll, we'll have to keep an eye on that, see what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think he's one of the players that I'm most excited to see what happens with just because of the whole overshadowing thing with Zion. I think that he has a lot of potential, but it, doesn't, it hasn't shown a ton. Right. And we'll get to see that soon. Yeah, I agree. Are we ready to move on? Mm-hmm. All right, now, now it starts getting a little bit interesting, I think. Um, I can see a lot of different choices here um, I'm, inter- I'm interested to see what Derek does here yeah I, Wait, I, I actually can I just say one more thing yeah um, I'm not I'm kind of personally assuming no trades are gonna happen it's just in our mock draft scenario um, but you guys are welcome to assume anything okay so taking that point I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it in the trash burn okay. it <laughs> got it because i think the pelicans are going to trade this pick yeah because i don't think that they value culver or hunter enough to stay at four and pass i think that right now darius garland is a pretty easy fourth guy um, yeah that's that's what i'm seeing all around they're saying that he's pretty healthy he's like good at workouts so i'm not sure what team's gonna trade whether it's the bulls Suns, uh maybe another team jumps in there 
I, I just think that Darius Garland's going to go four, and I'm not. And that's going to be an exciting thing to watch out in the draft. Maybe the most exciting like trade possibility is to see who jumps up at four. So I think I think it's going to be Darius Garland. Not 100 percent sure what team he's going to. Yeah. Um, I, I I think. So you think he's gonna? They're gonna trade it, and then whoever takes him is gonna take. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I think that uh, I don't think if the Pelicans stay there, they're not taking him. And if they do, yeah. then they're they're lining it up for a trade somewhere because Drew Holiday is one of the most underrated point guards in the league, and he's solid. Yes. So I, I'm I mean I think they would like him more than they would like Darius Garland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, I agree with you. Do you have any ideas of which team? I mean, I know our Bulls are obviously yeah. in there. Um, anyone else? Can yeah, like I said, the Suns. But I think the Suns, like, they have the sixth pick. And I think they really like Colby White. And I think they can get Colby White at six. So it'll be interesting to see if they if they move up two spots to get Garland, how much better they think Garland than Colby White is. But uh, th- yeah. those are the two teams I was, I was mainly seeing. So, uh, yeah. Well, you have okay. To- Watch and see. So, yeah, um, I think I actually think it's a good pick. I know he tore his uh, ACL, yeah, tore his ACL early in the year. Yeah, but he looked good. Couple games, he looked really that. good. Um, as a Bulls fan, I would be very happy with Darius Garland if, if they can move up. I saw a trade today that was Bulls giving up the seventh pick and Chris Dunn for the fourth pick for the Pelicans. That's yes. Good. Yeah. Wow. Do that ten times out of ten. Yeah. Holy. So I, yeah. I don't know if the that would only be. I think Pelicans wouldn't take that. I just think if they saw someone that they think is a good value pick at seven that they you know that they don't need at four, then I could see them doing that. But just have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. I know the Hawks are really interested in that pick as well, but I don't know if they have any assets um, that the Pels would want or that they'd be willing to give up. Maybe John Collins, but. I don't know if uh, the Hawks would offer him up as one of their only good centers. What they could do is package. They have the eight right. and ten pick. Yeah, correct? they have the eight, the ten, and the seventeen. Yeah, they could do some kind of combination of two out of the, those three, and maybe the Pelicans would take it just to accumulate all that young talent. Yeah. Um, that that'll be interesting to see. I think there's a lot of different things that can happen at the four pick, but uh, yeah. It's a, it's a good pick there, Derek. Thank you. All right. Anybody else need to say anything on Darius Garland? No. Okay. All right. Uh, then five is the Cavaliers, yep. correct? Um, I'm going to pick DeAndre Hunter from Virginia mm. um, for this pick. And... I know this could, I feel like this could go a ton of different ways. I have not heard about the Cavs trying to trade anything for this pick. So I'm assuming that they're just going to hold on to this one because they need help basically anywhere. But I'm kind of thinking best available here. And I'm, if you look at the their roster, they don't have any, their best small forward is um, Seti Osman. So I, they have Jerron Blossom game, Osman, and Dang Adele. Um so I think they need help there, and I think DeAndre Hunter could uh, help them out. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a good pick there. Uh, I, that's exactly what I had as well. Okay. I don't. 
I didn't actually watch a lot of DeAndre Hunter personally, but I know he can't really like shoot much, can he? He's I, he's an athlete, right? I think he's a pretty good outside shooter. Okay. Yeah, he's a good defender too. Yeah, he he's got an NBA body for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. I I I would I think I would rather take Culver. Uh, okay, yeah, that's the other one I was thinking about because um, I don't know. Culver seems good. I just don't know what his ceiling looks like. Yeah, I I mean I think. He one thing that helps him a lot is that he showed up in the big time in March Madness, which that helps for me. You know what I mean? He he did it against yeah. the best competition. He was playing really well, um, and I mean he's only he was only a sophomore, so I think he's got a pretty big ceiling uh, as far as he was a really really good defender. If they can if, if he can just get on the right team with some with some good coaches to help him scoring, I think he could be dangerous as a, as a two guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and him playing next to um, the point guard that Colin Sexton, drafted, Young Bull, mm-hmm. Sexton, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it'd be but, fun to watch. Hunter's not a bad pick. Hunter's solid. Yep. Um, I think Hunter could be that similar. Um, I don't know. I think Culver, um, all right, we can talk about him when he gets drafted, actually. Um, does anybody want to take the, Zach, do you want to take the number six pick here? Yeah. Phoenix? So, I think the Suns are going to go with Kobe White. I was okay. really thinking about um, them picking Culver, but they really don't have a good point guard at all. I mean, Devin Booker's a, like a great shooting guard, and I don't think they'd pick another. Like, I think Jared's Culver is really set as a shooting guard, not so much as a point guard. I think Kobe White would fill that role better there. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good pick. Yeah, with Garland mm-hmm. off the board, um, I think he's easily the best point yeah. guard available. Oh, easy. Oh, easy. So, you know, I don't think that they'd go Culver either just because they have, I feel like they have a lot of similar pieces, mm-hmm. kind of. So I like that pick. Yeah. Anything mm-hmm. else? All right. Peter, you get, you get the Bulls. And yeah, I, this is kind of a weird situation because I don't, I think that they're probably going to trade up too, but for this, you can just kind of assume. For this, I don't know what their whole Whatever. trade situation looks like because I just haven't paid attention to anything, yeah. so I'm pretty in the dark on that. But um, I am a believer that Cam Reddish is going to be a lot better NBA player than he was college player. Okay. And I think the Bulls need help with the four position, assuming, again, that they're not trading yeah. anything and moving things around. So I know Jarrett Culver is a good prospect still on the board, but I think because he lacks outside shooting and Cam Reddish basically has the body of Kevin Durant um, and it has outside shooting, dribbling ability, is really athletic so and long so he can be good on defense, I think they're going to take Cam Reddish if they stay here and he's available. Yeah. So, yeah. I like that pick. Yeah. I think that if the Bulls did get put in this situation where Kobe White's taken and Garland's taken, that's for sure what the Bulls are going to be doing. Do you think they'll trade at all? I do. I think they're going to try to make something happen because um, I, I just I don't know if they really want all. I just keep hearing Darius Garland and if not him, Kobe White or Cam Reddish and. If, with the way that all these mock drafts I'm seeing are going, um, they're probably going to get either Kobe White or Cam Reddish if they stay. But Darius Garland, I think, is going to be the better player. That's why I think they might go after him. Derek, do you see that happening with the Bulls too? Yeah, I, I think so. 
Um, I the only reason I would think if they were put in that situation that they would go Culver over Cam Reddish is because Cam Reddish is a really good scorer, and I think he's a little bit of an underrated defender, but I also think that the Bulls are one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA, so they might look yeah. they might look to go a little more defense if they if this is if this was the position they'd put in. So I th- I would think they would might go Culver, but I mean it depends on how much they value that seventh pick. I could see them even like drafting out of the seventh pick too, just going down and getting someone like Romeo Langford. I've seen them do that so it's just how much it depends on how much they value those guys up there yeah i think you're 100 percent right yeah. all right derek are you ready for yeah the number and, eight pick? And i can guarantee you as of right now we've gotten the first three picks right and then we've jumbled yeah. up four through seven so i'm just gonna yeah. look at this if i was the hawks gm at eight uh i think this is pretty simple i think since culver passed all the way down here i think you got to draft culver uh, you have a you have a pure score and a pure playmaker and Trey Young, who's one of the best rising point guards in the league. You got John Collins, who's a solid center, and then you add another piece like Culver, who's a great defender, can get you can get you some points, and you're you're looking at a solid three to build on. I think I think if yeah. it went the way we're looking, I think that's what you would have to do. You'd have to go with him. Yeah, Zach, I'm interested to hear if you would like that pairing with um, Trey Young. Yeah, I actually do like it a lot. I think that um, uh, Jarrett Culver's a like he could be a good slasher to um, for for Trey to pass to, or if Trey's cutting in, then he can kick it out to to Jarrett Culver as well. And I think um, you know Trey's a little bit of a liability on defense when he's out there, just because he's kind of small. I think Culver could help yeah. out as well um, if he's going to guard one of the other uh, guards. That's what I was thinking, too. I think it makes sense for – I don't know if Culver's going to fall this far to the Hawks, right. but if he does and the Hawks keep that pick, then I I actually really like the fit there because he doesn't – he showed flashes of good shooting at um, Texas Tech, but he wasn't knocked down a knockdown shooter, and, like, that's what, um, that's what Trey does really well. So I think that they could fit together really yeah. well. I think also that because last year they drafted Kevin Herter, who's like, you know, a three-point shooter, and they can kind of tailor the other side of that conversation this year with the defensive guard pick. Yeah. So it plays back and forth. I also loved the comparison of Kevin Herter and Trey Young as the new uh, Stephanie Clay. I saw that last year. I <laughs> yeah, love, okay. I <laughs> love Kevin Herter and what he did this past year. It's just so random. I know. He actually, I think he's going to be a decent player if he's not already. I don't, I don't know his stats off the top of my head, but I know. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch many Hawks games. Yeah, he was I know. good in college. So I, mean. I think the Hawks with with this draft, if they have all these draft picks that they um, currently have, if they actually draft in those spots, they're going to have a really young, fun team. I think. Yeah, man, John Collins is underrated. He averaged nineteen and ten last year. Like he is very underrated. He could easily be an all star forward next oh, year. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Anything else on Culver, anybody? Nope. All righty. Uh, I got the uh, Washington Wizards. And this is where, I'm going to be honest with you, the draft gets really hard and I start not knowing the players as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to, I think that the French dude goes. Sekou Dumboya. Oh, yeah, that's who I had there too. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think. And 
I don't know a lot about him. All I know is that I think he's kind of like a point forward. He's he's listed at 6'9". Mm-hmm. I don't know if he can shoot. I, I, I saw that he had solid mechanics. That's what I read. Um, but I just think with the recent success of Giannis, um, kind of like the foreign, long, tall kind of player. He's also really young. I think he's 18 or 19. Um, but I think, and the Wizards, I mean, they need basically everything, especially assuming that they lose Bradley Beal this offseason. Um, I, I don't know. I just think that they kind of take a chance here with the nine pick because there's not a lot of surefire talent out there. Oh, yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I don't think there's anyone else that stands out, so they might as well just take something because, like you said, they need absolutely everything. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to say about that? I don't know if anybody else knows more than I do about this guy. I don't really know too much about him, but what I've heard about him is good. If he pans out to what people like um, see his potential to be, then he could be a really good player and definitely worth that number nine pick. Yeah, I, I agree. Derek, do you have any other thoughts? Uh, I, I mean, I would think either him or Jackson Hayes would go here from Texas. Yeah. Uh, I also but thought I, about but Hayes. I, but I think either one of these guys would work, especially you don't want to draft a guard. The only thing the Wizards want no. to do is draft a guard. So if, if somehow one of those point guards get out of there or a shoot, you might look at like drafting a shooting guard trying to stretch on someone, you probably wouldn't. I think you'd have to, with this guy's potential and already having a star like John Wall and already having a star if Brad Beal stays, I think you're you're in a good position to take a chance on this French guy. Yep. I'm with you. All right, uh, Zach, you want to do the number 10 for the Hawks? Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, Derek just mentioned him. Jackson Hayes out of Texas. I think would be a yeah. good backup to John Collins. Alex Lynn is the other center there, but uh, I don't really think he's really any anything any good. So uh, yeah. he could have a good backup there in Jackson Hayes. And he's seven foot tall, big guy, so we'll see how he pans out. Do you think he could play next to Collins? Yeah, I think so. Um and I think Collins I think he's more of like a play defense a little guy. bit of the the four already. Yeah, can play together easy. I think. From what I've heard about him is that he's kind of like a a defense big body kind of guy, um, and I think that would fit well on the Hawks. Especially, I mean, I, he has more upside than Alex Lynn, I'd say. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Go to eleven. Uh, who's so next? I, I have the Timberwolves yes. here. And I've been seeing a lot. I I want to take a second to talk about Nasir a little, a little bit because yeah, he initially started really high, like like a top five, top eight pick at the start of the college season on draft boards, and because he didn't produce a lot and really didn't fit well in North Carolina's scheme, he fell quite a bit. To like the end of the first round, and now he's back up to like the top fifteen on a lot of boards. Yeah. Um, and I thought about picking him here, but I still don't. Besides his NBA body, because he's, I mean, he's fucking jacked. He's just, I don't know. And he, I don't really think though that he excelled at any one area besides just being an athlete. And I don't know, he didn't really demonstrate any outside shooting ability. He was really inconsistent on defense and then lacked effort at times. So I don't know if I trust him yet at 11. So I'm yeah. just, I'm going to take the next prospect that I had um, because I think the Timberwolves need help at the forward spots. 
um, and take Rui Hachimura because yeah. he's kind of like a four, like a power forward, but he can probably play some of the three two if he because he has kind of some semblance of an outside stroke. And I know he's a little bit older, but I think that it's okay for that to be on the Timberwolves because their biggest star and centerpiece is like Crompton Towns, and he's like twenty two. So, right. Um, yeah, I'm going Hachimura here. I think that's a safe pick. I mean, I saw Hachimura, like, really high up at one point. Um, like, I think he was even, like, top seven. But that that hype kind of died down um, eventually. And I think it's mainly because of other players getting better. And he's also just an older player. Um, yeah. Like you said, he's just finished up his junior year at Gonzaga. I think he could be good. Um, I, I see here that he's listed at 6'8". Um, I don't know if that's correct, but that's pretty small for a power forward, too. Um but uh, we'll just have to see. I think he's athletic enough to step out to the three, though. Yeah, he can shoot. what I saw in college. Yeah, he can. He definitely has a little outside shot, too. So I think he could be good. All right, uh, Derek, what are you going to do with the Hornets pick at number 12? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I think the Hornets are going to kind of play best available and best that fits their team. Um, I, I mean, yeah. I was thinking if if the if the Timberwolves go Hachimura, I think that uh, the Hornets will look at more of a scorer. Um, I, I think that if the Timberwolves took someone like Brandon Clark out of Gonzaga, who is Hachimura's teammate, um, I think Hachimura yeah. would then go twelve because. Okay. But but since Hachimura went beforehand, I'm gonna go with PJ Washington out of Kentucky for the Hornets yeah. because I'm, I'm assuming that the Hornets are going to lose Kemba. So they're they're not going to want Brandon Clark, who's a really good defensive, like really stable forward. I think they're going to want a little more scoring. And P.J. Washington is a guy who can step back, hit the three. As a 6'8 guy, I mean, he, he's just a – could bang down low. He's just a prototypical kind of bigger guy in the NBA that I think that the Hornets will really need help with scoring. And that's why I think that the Hornets would possibly look at taking P.J. Washington. Yeah, I like that pick. I actually, I think P.J. Washington could be a pretty good NBA player, mm-hmm. actually. He seems like one of those Kentucky uh, guys that was overlooked and then does, like, not not oh. a star, but is a really good role player in the NBA. Yep. Um, I agree with you. All right. I said we keep right. moving along. Um, yeah, let's do it. Um, pick number 13, the Miami Heat. Uh, I don't know. There's We're getting to the part where you can go with so many options mm-hmm. here. But uh, I'm, I thought about Brandon Clark, but if I'm the Heat, I'd, I'd look at Tyler Hero from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. He's, he's got good size. He's 6'5". Um, he's only a freshman, and he proved that he's – not just a shooter from the games I watched. It, I proved it kind of. I watched him. It looked like he put it on the floor a little bit. And I was just looking at some of his stats here. He shot um, 36% from three, which isn't bad for a college player, but he shot 94% from the free throw line. So um, I don't know. It just kind of proves to me that he's actually a really good shooter. Uh, and I don't know. I, I don't really know what the Heat need. I know they just they drafted a Bam a couple years ago and. He's been doing pretty well at the big man spot. I, who's there? Uh, I don't know if he's a small forward or a shooting guard, but he's just like dunks on everybody. He's pretty good. James Johnson. Name. James, or is it? Derek yeah, Jones? 
I don't know. See, the Heat are just filled with all these, like... A lot of players who are just kind of everywhere players. Like, the two through four, they just have, like, a bunch of guys who can go in. I know. So, maybe they won't look to add another one, but I know they got Dragic still. And, I don't know, maybe he could develop next to Dragic and be a good player. But I don't know if you're really looking at any star players here. So, I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Hero here. I like it. I like it. Yeah. All right. I don't know who I was thinking about for uh, the Celtics, but... Okay. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Like, losing... I think the Celtics are just really kind of falling apart. I mean, if they're going to lose uh, Kyrie, I don't really know who they have. But, I mean, obviously, they have the Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. But Al Horford's getting up there in age. He isn't really producing like um, like he was when they signed him. So, I was thinking they would go for a P.J. Washington-type player. But yeah. I don't know if Brandon Clark is that guy. So, I'll just throw out a random this might be a reach but bowl bowl out of oregon okay um i don't know i I could see him uh he's a he's huge and um if if uh uh al horford's getting up there and gonna retire maybe or if he's if he's just kind of gonna slip down in his production maybe bowl bowl can pick some of that up yeah i i like bowl bowl i think um he's kind of he's one of the guys out here that has a little bit more upside I think compared to some I mean he's seven foot two and he has a jumper so it's hard to like pass on um it'd be actually really interesting to see him on the Celtics I wonder uh that'd be kind of cool actually um but yeah I like that pick I could see that happening all right Peter uh you got your oh you got your Pistons Pistons so Pistons Um, can do a lot here I think can't they they, they can, but I think they should focus on guards. Um, okay. Because they have even though they Griffin. have uh, even though they have um, Luke Kennard. They do have Luke, um, and I think he has the ability to uh, pan out into something better than he has been so far. Um, but they have Blake signed long term. I know uh, Reggie is off contract soon, but there's not really any point guard prospects left in this draft at this point that are worth taking um and Andre is there for a while and I don't want to I don't want to see your little still on the board I don't want to take him because that's just Stanley Johnson over again and that was horrible Fair enough. um so I'm gonna I don't know if this is a safe pick or not because he has not demonstrated that he has an outside shot but I think that because he listed at 6'6 six, six, he can kind of play between the two and the three and pair with Luke Kennard I'm gonna take Romeo Langford mm-hmm. here um, yep. because I think he's, he demonstrated, well, you know, he was a little bit inconsistent shooting. He still averaged 17, 18 points a game and on a, on a, a bit underachieving Indiana team. Um, I just think he demonstrated over the season that he's just a prototypical lottery NBA prospect. So there's no reason that, you know, there's nothing, he doesn't have anything that is like a serious issue that can't be developed. So I just think all around, you know, no injury history really, I just think he's a safe pick here. Yeah, I, I think that he's one of those players where if he becomes a good NBA player, it's just going to be because he developed correctly. Because yeah. right now, he's not obviously one of the top eight guys that you're looking at. Um, but he he could be good. He shows he showed flashes. He's mainly going to be a slasher, I think, um, unless yeah. he develops a his shot a little better because he was really inconsistent at Indiana. But I, I, that'd be interesting to see him on the Pistons. I think that's a good pick for uh, for their pick at 15. 
Yeah. All right, Derek, uh, you, let's just... We're going to pick 16 here uh, because then everybody will get four picks each. And then we can decide if we want to keep going or not. So, uh, Derek, you got the magic at 16. Oh. Yeah, this is... This so, is, I feel like, I feel like yeah. for 10 straight years, that's a complete factual number uh, that the magic have drafted big guys. Um, yes, definitely. So... Uh, sadly, Bull Bull's taken off the board for him, so they don't have that temptation. Um, I, I think that they, you know, they were a good team last year. They're a playoff team. DJ Augustine, uh, he played really well, uh, and I think I think that they're going to kind of keep him at point guard. And they had some good, a uh, big men contributions, so I think they're going to go more forward. And so the two guys I was really thinking of is Nasir Little, which would be a good play. Or uh, Brandon Clark, and I I think that yeah. Brandon Clark is a really good player. I think that he got overshadowed by Hachimura, uh, so I think that, I think they're gonna go Brandon Clark here. I, I think that he's he's kind of an older guy, um, you know. He's not you're probably not gonna get a superstar at 16, but I think that he can be a really solid, consistent player for an already playoff team like the Magic. Yeah. I like that, and yeah. it's getting to the point. This is the point in the draft where it's kind of like you just hope you make the right decision. It's a crap yeah. shoot. There's I and mean, Brandon Clark could be good. I feel like everyone here is just on the same level. I feel like like there's nothing unless you do something horribly wrong. If you make a decision that doesn't work out, it's like eh, there wasn't really anyone else that was good yep. anyway. So I'm with that 100. Uh, do you guys want to keep going? Um, do we? Do we know? I don't know if I. I know. No, a bunch I, I I think we should just. I think we should give one or two players that are left in the draft to keep your eye out on, and just end it there. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, actually, I just want to say one more thing. I'm think. I think if the Hawks keep all their picks and where I'm at right now, I would have the Hawks 17 pick. I think that they'd have to go Nasser Little here because yeah. they had two other ones to. He's still yeah, there. They yeah. had two other ones to pan out, um, and. If Nasser Little is like horrible, if he's Stanley Johnson 2.0, then that's fine. They already had two other lottery picks. So, did anyone pick? Did anyone pick Jackson Hayes? Yeah. Did I hear that name? He went ten to the okay. Hawks. I thought so. Okay, yeah, I thought so. I'd, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll definitely save this. So we did the top 16 picks, but um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, some of the things. So the Hawks in ours, if they keep all their picks, ended up with Culver. Jackson Hayes and Nasser Little, which sounds really good. That sounds like a good haul. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, some other interesting things. We had Reddish to the Bulls if they do keep that. Um, the Wizards stretch on Seku Dumboya. Interesting. Rui Hachimura goes 11. PJ goes 12. Mm-hmm. And then the Pistons get Romeo. And Bull Bull to the Celtics. That'd be awesome. Bull Bull to the Celtics. He's already wearing green. No. I know I know that Bobo has a lot of concerns regarding you know that he's already had like a foot injury and he's like as big as he is and as, as skinny as he is and his dad had all the health issues and all that stuff so it's like in the genes or whatever I hope that he stays healthy because I really liked watching him in his first seven or eight games before he got injured and stopped playing yeah he was awesome yeah, we're he's just really weird he's a He's seven two with an actual jump shot, not like a set shot, like 
Like, it's a jump shot, and it's really odd that he just, I don't know, he's really cool to watch. Yeah, I like watching him as well. Anything else anybody wants to add? I don't think so. I think we did a pretty good job. Yeah, I think this this could happen. You, you never know. Um. All right. With that, should we should we wrap this pod up? Yeah. Do you want to say what this pod is sponsored by? Oh, yeah. We have to do that separately if we want to do that. Apparently, I don't know how it works. I was looking into it. It looks real confusing. So you can donate know. to the, the Corner Three Pod. Uh, <laughs> just contact Derek on Twitter <laughs> at Derek Pierce. <laughs> Um, I, don't think, I don't think that's actually it. I think it's oh, it's like Derek Pierce four. I don't think that's it either. I think there's an underscore somewhere. Derek there. underscore Pierce four. Derek, Derek underscore Pierce. No, four. it's Derek that's underscore Pierce two. I think isn't it? Oh, it might be two. Why? Because one got deleted. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> DM him if you if you want to give us money. Uh, we, <laughs> we can to give us because oh, everybody so listening out there. Wants we can to try to money. we can try to get that. Yeah. By the way, we're using Anchor Podcast. I don't know if that counts as the uh, as the uh, sponsorship, but um, they're gonna they're gonna DM me for us to give them money for forty three minutes of their ears bleeding with <laughs> terrible basketball knowledge. Yeah, none of this is gonna happen. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get the no. top three and then none, right? Yeah. So that means I'm gonna get none, right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, I do keep hearing worst. Garland at four, so I we top four might almost be locked in, but you just never know with the draft. No, you never know. All right, well, we appreciate everybody um, <laughs> listening, not watching, and uh, we will maybe we'll do a follow up. Hopefully, we can do a quick follow up just to see a how we did or how bad we, we actually could. predicted. I know we were thinking about doing a live one that might not happen, but we were. Thinking about like we did last year, great pod from Derek and myself. Um, <laughs> very entertaining one when we thought the Bulls were going to get Mo Bamba too. But uh, anyways, yeah, we might be able to do like a like a ten minute or fifteen minute reaction. Yeah, that would also be a good one. So then we're not just like sitting there talking about garbage for. Yeah, we can minutes. we can even do it just after like the tenth pick and then just like react to the first ten picks while like eleven through fifteen's going on. That's a great That'd idea. Thank you. You can do that. Yeah, so let's, let's thank plan you, on thank doing you. that. Um, yeah. Till then, appreciate you guys. So be on the yeah. lookout for our, our our radio faces. Yeah, it's back. definitely... You can uh, find our pod anywhere except <laughs> Apple Podcasts, I think, because I don't know how to get it on there. But... Uh, Oh, wait, it might actually be on there now. I'm pretty sure you can only find our pod in, like, two places. I don't think... No, no, it, it's Anchor and... Spotify. Spotify. It's on Spotify. Spotify. Uh, which is, yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> <Two. laughs> so, anywhere. Yeah. I mean, there's only three, so... <laughs> well, pretty much. Well, we, all don't, we only have two out of three, yeah, so... 66%. We'll take it. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for yeah. being on, fellas. It's a deed grade. See you guys.